Hey, and welcome to the Indie Artist Podcast, episode two. I'm Joe, and once again, I'm back with my boy Shannon. Hello. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about another handful of awesome bands that we found um, and really dug. Uh, we have City Cop. We have, who else do we have? We have Snowmine, uh, Soliotera, Pessoa, and there's one more. I can't remember, but I know they were your favorite. You'll Live. You'll Live, yes. Yeah. Also one of my favorites. All the bands are great. Um, we're going to take a listen to each track, uh, a track from each of the bands. And uh, yeah, and let you guys decide. Definitely check them out if you like what you hear. Check us out at theindieartistpodcast.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at The Indie Artist. And send us your band or your friend's band at theindieartistpodcast.gmail.com because we want to hear it. We want to talk about it. Uh, we're out here in New Jersey. We're getting ready for uh, for a hurricane. Um, awesome looking hurricane. Yeah, so we figured we'd get this done before we lose power and uh, any way to post this up for you guys who might be sitting out the storm with us. Exactly. So if you're from a state that uh, knows about hurricanes, you can uh, send us your advice at our Facebook or whatever and uh, tell us what we should be doing other than recording this podcast to get ready for it. But uh, in the meantime, we're just going to talk about uh, the music that we like. So, City Cop, they are... You've listened to some of them, right? Yeah, I thought they were, they were interesting. They were definitely an interesting band. I like their sound. They, they have a lot of energy. A lot uh, to offer. I think they were from Ohio, the middle of, the middle yeah, of Ohio. I think they describe themselves as like uh, acoustic, indie, screamo, jazz, which is sort of a collection of terms you don't often hear together so it's uh pretty cool the band um put out their album last year the hope and forgiving and giving up hope the song we're going to listen to today is white roses and we'll hop back in and talk about the band a little bit more
Well, that was White Roses from City Cop from Ash Tabula, Ohio. Joe, what'd you think? I, for whatever reason, they feel like the song rated has a lot of hardcore influences behind it. I think one of the members of the band is actually in a hardcore band called mm. Street Fight that I took a listen to. It's more like tough guy, hardcore type stuff. Um, and I, the songwriting almost has a similar ebb and flow as far as like musical parts to the song and uh, where the melodies and the hooks drop and come in and drop out and build back up. And I, I like it. It works well. Um, the vocals I really like. I like the they're rougher, but he can still hold a tune. They're still uh, still listenable for people who aren't into harder music, I think. Although it's probably right on the edge because it is, uh, especially this track didn't have as much, but some of the other tracks definitely have more layered screaming than this one did. Mm -hmm. But what I like about White Roses is the acoustic outro. It shows. It's beautiful. Breaks it down. It is. It's pretty. And yeah. the rest is so intense and the drums are flying and it can go. And then it just breaks down into that nice little outro. The one, the one thing I liked, I read the review that you wrote, and uh, the one thing I think was spot on was the comparison of the vocalist to Aaron Weiss. Um, I would even say the whole band is, is somewhat reminiscent of Me Without You. Um, the track is very upbeat, very energetic, and anyone who's listened to Me Without You or seen them live knows that that's exactly their style. But uh, that's the one thing I like about City Cop is you can feel the energy so up next we have Snowmine. Uh, they're from Brooklyn. They are tremendous. I think they might be my favorite band of the week or something that I had never heard of before and then stumbled upon and now I can't stop listening to. Uh, their album is Laminate Pet Animal, which they put out earlier this year. And it's one of the most solid records I've, I've seen in a while from a smaller band uh, who doesn't necessarily have a huge catalog of stuff behind them. But... The, the production on the album, like the different instruments that they're using, the composition of the songs, the lyrics, the whole thing just clicks for me. It's all really interesting. It's all really well done and put together and packaged. The song that we're going to listen to today is from that album, Laminate Pet Animal, and it's called The Hill. Uh, I think it's a good example of what this band is capable of as far as setting an overall ambiance and then playing you a song from that place uh, that's a little bit different than just playing a song, putting a song on a record is creating the environment that you're listening to it in. So this song is called The Hill. We're going to take a listen and uh, find out what Shannon thinks of it. Cross-legged when my leg bounced it off. You sank 
So that was Snow Mine. Uh, that song was The Hill from Laminate Pet Animal. And uh, what'd you think, man? I think that this band, Snow Mine, is, I don't think it's for everyone. Um, but it, it seems like they're very radio friendly. Um, you look on their Bandcamp website, this record was mixed by uh, the guy who mixed Wilco, My Morning Jacket. Um, it was mixed very well. There's a lot of sounds in there. Um, they remind me of uh, Bjork with the rhythm section and, and all of the different sounds in there with a vocal style comparable to MGMT, which are two of my favorite artists right there. Um, I like the track. The band is very chill. Um, I don't think it's for everyone, but I think it's for a lot of people. It's, it's a very, that track alone was the hill. I mean, it's very impressive. They definitely take a lot of like the the aspects of most indie records, or even they describe themselves as psych indie pop, and that's I think that's perfect because the pop is very much evident in his writing style as far as harmonies, mm-hmm. uh, his vocal style. It it just kind of lays there. It's not too in your face, but it's it's catchy and it's on. It's good. It sounds like it's supposed to, but it doesn't dominate the song. Uh, it's a, just another instrument almost. It's definitely the driving force, but it's a piece of the production. And I, I think that's what appeals to me most is you have the strings, you have a couple random percussion pieces scattered throughout the songs. Like they just took the time to say, okay, we wrote this song, but now this is, this is what it looks like when it's complete as you take all the aspects and you, you hire someone to mix it, who knows what they're doing and to master it. And you put the time into the album that you're writing. And I think that that is what really appeals to me and stand out way is that they're an independent band who did it on their own and kind of wrote what they wanted and, and didn't give up halfway because they well, couldn't I think, get there. I think that this record is, is a good example of how mixing and mastering can make or break a song. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people don't have the resources to do it. I think for this band, um, it was very important for them to get that done because I think that it, it makes the track. And the other thing I like about these guys is, uh, you know, it looks like they have management, they have PR, they have all these things that, you know, bigger signed bands would have, but they're still putting their record up for free. Yeah. You know, pay what you want. If you want it for free, that's cool. And they seem very, very uh, happy that people are listening. And, and that's what, what gets them through. They, they took the time to put out a vinyl, which it, more people are doing now is with the vinyl and download code combo in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome because... I don't want to own another CD. It's going to get ripped and thrown away. Right. But if you give me a nice looking vinyl and you take the time to put it out and then give me the MP3s with it, uh, and I like what you're doing, I'll, I'll pay for it. So Snowmine, definitely check them out on their Bandcamp. You can find the link at our site, uh, theindieartistpodcast.com, and uh, stream the album there. If you like it, buy it. Buy me the vinyl and send it to me. Um, <laughs> that'd be awesome. But uh, up next we have You'll Live. You'll live. This is, is uh, my favorite band of the week. It's um, funny. They might. I think that production-wise, they might be on the exact opposite spectrum of Snow Mine. Definitely. The the production isn't there, but that doesn't mean that they're missing anything. It's just a totally different feel. And, and this vibe. is why we it do works. this because it's completely different music. And for them, they don't need it to be perfectly mixed or even mastered. In that case, um, I really like this band. They're described as a post-punk indie band. Um, I enjoy it a lot. The band's called You'll Live. And the name of the album is called Things Would Change If You Heard This, which I think is a great name for a record. Um, The name of the song is Lost in the Tide.
That song Lost was in Lost in the Tide, and I loved it, man. The whole album is like has a similar feel. It's just raw. It's just raw. It's just music. It's kids doing what they love to do. Uh, I think for me, I let the lyrics on the whole album. Like I took the time to go and find them and pull them. It's not the most lyrically impressive thing, yeah. but it's it's earnest. It's fucking earnest. Mm-hmm. Like the kid is writing about what it's like to lose someone you love or fuck up a relationship. I, it just reminds me of being like 18, 19 or 25 and, and having that feeling of, uh, of just emotions and, and having to write them down and scream them. And that's everyone in that band cares about what they're playing. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nostalgic to me. The whole, uh, album is, um, which I definitely agree with you with the lyrics, uh, but that's very evident in the band name, You'll Live, which I love. Um, this band is a three-piece, which I love three-piece bands that can do it and sound good. Uh, the guitar player is very melodic in his licks and placement of them. Uh, the one band that, actually the album that this, this band made me think of was uh, The Satellite Years by Hope's Fall, which was their probably their best record they ever put out um, with very aggressive vocals and very melodic music. Um, I like this band a lot. All the songs I've heard from them are great. Uh, I definitely think that you guys should check them out. You'll live. They're from South Florida. Being from South Florida, I'm sure they have quite a bit of experience with hurricanes. Um, that's really all I had to say. Well, I, th- I think if, we d- if this hurricane's pretty bad, I'm just going to make sure I have this album on my iPod. It's just true. so I can ride out the weekend with it. That's I what think- I'm saying. Like, charge your iPod, charge your laptops. Yeah. Like, buy some candles. That's what I got to do after this is go I would- buy Chef Boyardee in a can and a can opener. Yeah. And and you'll live. I would love to hear more bands that sound like this. So if you're in a band and you sound like you'll live or you think you're better. Oh, shit. Hit us up. We're, we're, we're going to have a Let's beat down do on it. our podcast. Let's do it. We'll have a face off. Any band who thinks they can challenge you'll live for the most uh, heartfelt 
I don't know what are they what genre is this again? This is fucking post post post. If you're a post punk indie band and you think you're better than your live, I want to hear you. We wanna we wanna hear your album. We'll uh, have you guys face off. You guys can tour into the Midwest and, and then we'll battle. take a we'll put up a poll on our Facebook page. Exactly. We'll pitch you guys against each other. <laughs> uh, the, the album was only five tracks. They all feel very much like that one, and it's great. I just, I honestly can't say enough about people playing music that they love. That's what makes me happy. I, I have no idea how old these kids are. Um, I like to think that they're like 12, 13, and they're just, uh, <laughs> they just rock really, really hard for 12 and 13. They've seen, they've done a lot of living in the first 12 years of their lives. Yeah. Have a lot of regrets, a lot of broken hearts. Um, Going into the eighth grade dance. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> but uh, definitely check out You'll Live. The link, again, is on our site. Uh, you should do that. Next band we're going to talk about is sort of, I feel almost a little bit bad because I uh, I had no choice but to review Soliotera this week. So you're playing favorites? We talked a little bit earlier about how City Cop uh, reminded us of early Me Without You when it was a little bit more raw, a little bit more aggressive. Yes. Soliatera, if you've, if you, I feel like nobody even lists Me Without You anyway, but if you listen to newer Me Without You, they've progressed into like a, a softer feel. And I feel like Soliatera captures a lot of where Me Without You has gone. The singer... Uh, has a lot of the same sensibilities as Aaron Weiss does. Even just watching him play, like, reminds you of him, even though I don't think he realizes that. But uh, it's it's great stuff. It's There's a lot going on. There's a lot of different instruments. Uh, the singer, song, he writes the whole thing. I think his name's Chris Noy, Noy mm-hmm. something like that. He writes everything. He composes it, brings it to his bandmates, his friends. And then they go from there with it, and it's awesome. It's great to see live. I love the recordings. Lyrically, there's a lot of content there. He's got a more poetic uh, take on the lyrics that he's doing. The song that we're going to listen to today from Solia Terra would have to be A Strand of Three Chords is Not Easily Broken uh, because I love the movie Three Ninjas, and that was something that, that Grandpa taught me in that movie was that A Strand of... Three chords is not easily broken, with Rocky Tum Tum and uh, what's it? Colt. Colt. Yeah, Rocky <laughs> Tum Tum and Colt. So this is a strand of three chords is not easily broken from uh, the album Diamonds Dirt, Iron, Highrite, and a Pearl of Great Prize from Florida band Soliatera. That's two Florida bands. Florida's showing some love on our show, man. It's good. It's good. There are, have been no New Jersey bands, though. Which is funny, because we live in a state overpopulated by I local I think part bands. of the problem is, I went to a show the other night, last night, to be exact. You listen to bands of people from around here, I'm way more judgmental. I feel like a dick. Like I can get behind any of these kids who I don't know, I'll never meet. And I, I love what they're doing based purely on the music, but if I know the person... I think that's the problem. And I see their band yes. and like maybe they're even on the same level as some of the music that like I found on from these bands. But if I know them and I have a negative connotation, I can't sit through their set without being like, oh man, uh, what's happening? I wish I was listening to Snowmine right now. Yeah, Terra. Oh yeah, Soliotera. So anyway, this is uh, a chord of three strands is not easily broken. Let's do it. Check it out. Do I say check it out a lot? Thank you. 
just mind a few but The song is called A Strand of Three Chords. It's not easily broken. The album is called Diamonds, Dirt, Iron, Pyrite, and a Pearl of Great Prize. Yes. And what did you think? 
Um, well, I've never met these guys, so I'm not playing favorites. I, good. I know Let's that hear. You, that's what I. That's why them. you're here. Is because otherwise I would just play my friends' bands all day and <laughs> yeah. be like, they're awesome. You got to well, hear I'm these guys. Well, I'm secretly here so that you can play all my bands soon. That's true. But with Soliatera, the thing I like about this band that sticks out is how busy their song is. It is. The whole album's really busy. And I, I is like that. Is that a good thing? You like it? I like it because I think for them, it works. Because this song in particular wasn't very straightforward. Um, I've only heard this song a couple times. I love the big cymbal rush leading up to a busy guitar and banjo part of the song. And, and the vocal pattern over is very melodic. Um, I like these guys. I think if you're in Florida and these guys are playing, definitely check them out. I feel like they they are really busy live. It's really exciting to see them play because everyone in the band is busy. Everyone's switching instruments, hopping all over the stage, making it happen. On the recording, I almost wish that it was a little bit less busy. I, I get lost a little bit at times and there's certain aspects that I'll like zone in on and then I'll be like, oh shit, there's all this other stuff happening. So for me, I feel like maybe they could scale back. Maybe it's just a matter of mixing, mastering that I my ears don't agree with. Right. Or ear, rather. Um, <laughs> but uh, and the other thing is uh, the vocals. I love I love his vocals. I love his style. I love his the voice that he's chosen. I wish that on this particular album I, that you could hear more of that. It, I feel like it blends in a little bit, right. and it's it's good because there is so much music mm-hmm. to listen to. But I think that that stands out, and I would bring up the vocal level a little bit or do something with him so you could hear a little bit more of what he has the, to say. The thing about a band like this is that you could listen to their album 10 times and you can hear something new every single time you listen to it, which for me is a very exciting part of being able to listen to music and share it with people is that uh, everyone will hear something different. And the few times I've heard these songs, uh, I've heard something new every single time that my ear didn't catch the previous time I listened to it. Uh, just by listening to this song, you can, you can tell that these guys are all serious about their craft. Um, it's almost like they each showcase their skills, but not in a very obnoxious way. I personally like how the end with the banjo and guitars is all layered. It is. Uh, it's, it's pretty. Very good song. Soliatera from Lakeland, Florida. Check them out. So, I think, is this the last band of the day? Pessoa is from Indiana, maybe? I yes, want to say Indiana. They're from Zion's. I might have made that up. I think it might be a two-piece show. It's a, you think this little girl and this child with the sword is, is the band? This is a fucking artist rendering? Well, no, I mean... Of Pessoa? <laughs> when, you, when you look at their banner, it's just a drummer and a guitar player. Bullshit. I'm not kidding, bro. I Bullshit. Look well, on maybe, their band camp, dude. Yeah, they're look. the only ones who made the cut for the band camp picture. I think they're the only ones in the band. I'm going to their Facebook I could be wrong. right now. Live. I could be wrong, but even from listening to it, I think it's just a guitar and a drummer. You're absolutely incorrect. I might be incorrect. I'm looking at a picture of at least three people. Mm. There's four of them. Bullshit. Drums, bass, vocalists. Well, guitarists. then we're not listening to the same Pessoa then. What? what no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you'll be hearing two tracks from two different Pessoas. <laughs> the first one is my Pessoa, the real one from Central Indiana, who described themselves as Power Indie. We're going to go ahead and listen to the first song off their album, uh, Do You Have Great Strength? The song's called The Coming Up Right, and here it is.
So, Pacella, that was the coming up, right? Um, from Do You Have Great Strength. What'd you think, man? I like it. Um, to me, Pacella, if you're listening, you need to send us an email, hit us up, because I think it sounds like a two-piece. <laughs> I, I believe that. Maybe you're a four-piece now. Maybe you're a ten-piece now. Maybe you're a one-piece. There, there's definitely sure. there's pictures of them. Like They're not, pictures they're not hiding from the world. I, I need to hear from Pessoa themselves. So <laughs> All right, send this kid an email. You can email him at the IndieArtistPodcast yes. at gmail.com. Um, we'll make sure he gets it. I think it's it's the music. I think. Do you think that if they are itself. a four-piece, they should become a two-piece? Th- this is what I think. I firmly believe that this music was recorded <laughs> as a two piece. As a two piece, because I do not hear any bass. I do hear two guitars, but most two pieces will layer. I think that this this music could be pulled off as a two piece band, which I think is the great thing about it. That hey, guitar player and bassist can't make it, but we're still gonna do it anyway. That's I think, what I love about this. I think you're crazy, but I, I, hope, I hope you're right. I might but. be crazy, but I like to think that I'm right, and it is a two-piece because it makes it that much better. I hope you're right. Um, the music is is melodic. Um, I, I like the rawness of the recording. I like the rawness of his voice. It kind of reminds me of uh, early November in a sense. Um, when when Ascender screeches a little bit. Yeah. 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 Okay. I like it. I think the guy has a really good voice. Everything sounds solid. The guitars are melodic. That's they can definitely be pulled off as a one guitar player band, and I like it. Raw. I agree with you that they sound raw. I do like the band. I think that it's it's very stripped down. It is it is power indie or whatever whatever they're called themselves. Like they found their sound and and that's it. Like, there's nothing super exciting going on. It's just solid music. Um, it's pretty tight. I still don't think it's a two-piece. But uh, <laughs> I, I do like what they're doing. For me, it's less Ascenders, more piebald-type vocals. And they they do a good job of what they're doing. The recording itself, not the strongest production value, maybe, but it works for yes. what they're doing. You can tell that the music that they're playing makes them really fucking mm-hmm. happy. That's when it comes down to it. That's what translates into if you're having a good time playing what you're playing, then people see that and they recognize that and they can. And that's what draws people towards music because there's no offense. But so there's hundreds of thousands of bands, not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds and or thousands of bands that sound similar to this, almost in the same songwriting structure, the same vocal style, the same drum and guitar duo combo. Mix, combo. Yeah. Um, but what set them apart for me is is that you they they just have this energy and if and if the recording does anything, it captures the fact that these are two to four kids who love to play music together and are doing what they want to do and I think that that's awesome. Definitely check them out. Sewit.bandcamp.com where the links are on our site again. Um, and that's. Pretty much the show. I'm gonna throw out like one bonus band this week. Before you get to the bonus band, right, I would just talk. like to add, yes. Pessoa, I need you to hit me up. I uh, this is my take on Pessoa. I think that when they recorded <laughs> these songs, they just started, right? Yeah. So it was just guitar and drums. Okay. Now, again, this goes out to Pessoa again. If you are a four piece and you recorded that as a four piece, then you need to get back into the studio and record the other two members. <laughs> but that's what. That's why I like it that much more. Because imagine this: if they are playing live with a four-piece band, think about how much better these songs sound. That's also probably true. So, I wish that I had answers for you. About so, this right uh, now. so hit us up when you hear this. Um, 
hit us up on our Facebook page, send us an email, get me on Twitter at Shambone. Uh, so that's Pessoa. Anyways, Joe, we're going into a bonus track. This is the bonus round right now. Right. Last night I went to a local show at the Asbury Lanes in Asbury Park, New Jersey, and I saw a band from North Carolina. They were Last Year's Men was the name of this band. Um, the, I, I looked at them like for I didn't I had no I never heard of them before. I just saw them. They were up here. They're on their way to New York tonight. They're playing a showcase up there for some booking agent to see cool. if they can get picked up and put on a package. But half the band is under 20 years old. Um, and I believe that uh, Ben is the singer, writes most of the songs. Kid's 19 years old. You look, you see the under 21 band on their wrist, yeah. and you're like, holy shit, this kid can actually write good music. Like The songs that they played are, are tight. The vocals are good. The energy's there. I got the album from them. Um, it was worth picking up. I want to make sure they had gas money to get home because I, I respect what they're doing. They were that good. Yeah, it was a four-piece. I think it was a three-piece. They recorded a full-length like a year ago, and they just did a split with... I, I'll put the information on the blog. It'll be in the review, but they just released a split in May with another band, all on vinyl with the download codes, which, mm -hmm. I, again, we talked about earlier. Yeah. I think that's the way to go. Uh, they added a fourth member, bass player. Dude had the sickest now, name. Now, are you sure the they're not a two-piece? They, I, I saw four <laughs> members. I could be wrong. They might be a two-piece. But uh, they were good, man. I mean, I, I had to respect what they were doing. They said they just got back from like a two-week tour, and this was like a little two-day just to get up to the city yeah. and play that one show. So uh, it's pretty cool. I'm excited to share what they're doing with you. They really cared about their music. They're playing live. I really haven't gone to local shows in in ages like unless one of my friends bands is playing or you know something like that like i i pay to go see shows for bands that i remember from back when yeah it yeah kind of fucked up with me not supporting this music but being at that show and working with this website i i'm definitely gonna have to get back into checking out and i think that's the beauty of still supporting local music is no matter how much of a drought you think your city's in or your state you'll end up at a show that you think is horrible or that you might not even want to go to and you'll find that one exactly. band that will make you realize this is why I go see local music. And that's what that that's what happened last night and I, I I'm down to go to shows again. Any of anyone in a band next time you're in New Jersey let us know. We'll come check you out if we can make it. Uh and keep playing what you're playing. Anyway, this is last year's men. The song is going to be the song's called Hold Me Right by Last Year's Men. Check it out. Should we not say check it out?
Men, hold me right. Uh, from North Carolina, somewhere near Durham, Raleigh, Chapel, whatever it's called, Chapel UN- Hill, UNC, yeah, yeah, right down in that area. We talked about Cookout and Cheerwine and the, yeah, the I, Bounty of the South. Yeah, I got some time. family out that way, so I mean, it's uh, it's pretty cool that these guys come from there because there's really not much else going on. Um, I like their sound. It's got a really old school bluesy feel to it. It is. Um, it's like garage rock, and then like retro feel tone whatever yeah. and it's it's cool man i i think i'm most i feel like i'm getting old and when i see young kids just doing what they want to do getting in a van and driving and playing music i just have to respect to respect them man yep. i want to want to help them out make sure that they somebody knows what they're doing they're out there doing what they like so that was that i think that's it right that's we, our show we, we have, have to get a, out of here yeah we have a, we hurricane, have a hurricane to get ready for Thanks for listening again to the Indie Artist Podcast. This has been episode two. Um, check out the website, theindieartistpodcast.com. Tell your friends who are in bands and send us your music. Yes, and you can hit us up on Twitter. The Indie Artist Podcast is... It's actually at The Indie Artist. Uh, we're on Facebook, and uh, definitely check us out on there. We try to keep up to date with all the bands that we've reviewed in the past. Uh, if you were on last week's show, let us know what you're doing, new reviews, whether you're going on tour. We want to get the information out to everyone. Yeah, if you like any of the bands that you heard uh, this week or last week, you can find them on our page. Definitely support those guys. Just want to thank all the bands that uh, sent us in some music. And uh, go, keep s- go see a local show this week, man. Like, If you're not in a hurricane region, go out. And, and see a band who is doing what they want to do, even if they suck, man. Tell and, them that they were good. And let them rock you like a hurricane. E- exactly. <laughs> and on, uh, on that note, that, that would be our show. Later on, guys. Later.